Hello, here's another episode of Emo What? That's right, Emo What? Anyhow, uh, I apologize for not having any episodes consistently like I had in the past, but that's because I really didn't have anything to say, and I really didn't have anything to bitch about, and I was very busy. So I know that's no excuse, and I should have kind of fit it into my time schedule, but, you know, life being as it is, that's the way it happened, okay? But I'm back for one episode, and, you know, you're going to just have to keep... Ha- put on the notifications, so when I post a, an episode, you'll get notification, you'll know there's one there, and share this with everybody. So now, like I said just earlier, that I had nothing to say, well, guess what? I've got something to say, damn it. And that's the insidious and the in- ridiculous, incredible censorship that is happening on the Internet. When I was part of the internet when it first started, before Netscape, before any images, when it was all text-based, you have to realize, folks, the internet was, was started in 1955, so that scientists, we're talking about NASA scientists and all that, could communicate with each other behind the scenes and secretly and kind of like on one-to-one quickly, okay? 1955 was the inception of the internet. And it was, it was for research, it was for universities. So that's why a lot of the backbones or the big parts of the Internet were all based at universities because they were the ones that invested in this technology and they're the ones that researched it. But now it's come full circle. Well, now it's a consumer product. And um, the thing that I have a problem with, when I first started in the Internet, you could say whatever you want. You could express your opinion as long as it wasn't kind of like death threats or, you know, child pornography or anything like that. And what brought me to being pissed off or kind of irked or whatever you want to call it was actually my Twitter account was put in a timeout uh, for seven days. I can't post, I can't like, I can't do this. So that's a form of censorship. And the reason being is because I pointed out the fact that If you're gay, that I'll tell you what the tweet said. The tweet said basically that um, Islamic or Muslims are homophobic in the sense that that if you're gay, you can't be Muslim because they will kill you. Um, That's part of their law. So I did a little bit of research to make sure I was making the right comment and you know that I was informed. So. Having said that, we're going to move on because I don't want someone to come back to me and say, oh, he said this against Muslims and blah, 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 which is a religion. Just like if I said something about Catholic. Catholics don't use condoms. So what? Right? They're, you know, I could say they were promiscuous, right? Because they don't use condoms. Or they're, you know, all I was doing was making a comment. They said it was hateful behavior. So that's a part of censorship. Your First Amendment in the U.S. is going out the door. Because we are confusing race and religion, number one, okay? A race, a race is like your ethnic background. So when I look at you and I see you're a white person or you're a colored person or you're a Latino, that's a race. Latinos can be Catholic, they can be Presbyterian, they can be whatever. They can be Muslims, right? We have now incorporated in our society that religion is now a a race. No, it's not. It's a belief. It's a fleeting thing. I could be Catholic today, and tomorrow I could be, I don't know, 
uh, reformed Dutch, right? Like, this is the problem we have. The other problem is we are letting private entities, private entities like Twitter, censor everything, controlling. The internet is no longer a public domain. It is now owned. And those people get to determine what the big message is that's out there. Okay? So if they don't like what you're saying because it might not help, for instance, their candidate, and they don't like that, that you're helping a, a, you know, a Republican, it's not their candidate, well, they're going to censor you, they're going to close down your account, and they're going to screw you over, which it shouldn't be. The Internet should be a free domain. It should be, look, these people like Twitter, Facebook, and all those guys got into the game knowing it was a free domain. And that's what allowed them to become so big, was that freedom of expression and freedom of being able to, you know, put their things together. But now, okay, they are now in control of it. And they're censoring everything you say, hear, and do. And also, they have access of what you say through the microphone on your, on your smartphone because any, any of these apps, like for instance, Facebook or Twitter, anything like that that takes a photo or you record your voice to send a message or do a phone call, they need access and permission to your microphone and to your video camera. That means they can activate that camera, they can activate that microphone any given time they want. So remember, even though they have free access to everything, they can control what's going on. They are stifling us and they are not giving us the free speech that we deserve. If you want to speak out against someone they don't believe in, you're going to get shut down real quick. And I don't care. You can argue until you're blue in the face and say, oh, no, it's free speech. Bullshit. It's not free speech. You go on to Facebook or you go on to Twitter and you try posting what exactly what you think and guess what? You're going to get shut down in no time flat. I can guarantee it. They don't like it. You're done, right? So that means not only are they controlling what people say, but they're controlling what you buy. Have you ever noticed that you might have mentioned, and I mean, I have a couple of friends that have brought this to my attention, that you might mention that you're thinking of buying a motorboat. And then all of a sudden, in your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed, you start seeing ads for motorboats. Well, how'd that come about? You didn't search it. That's how it comes about. Very simple. Here's another thing that you have to realize, that they're controlling what you listen to. So they control the music that becomes number one. And these are the guys that pay the big bucks in the background. You know that old thing how we used to fight against, against payola? That we didn't want that payola happening? Where people would go to radio stations and say, Here, I'll give you a thousand bucks if you play the shit out of this, this, this song. That's payola, right? Paying off the DJ. Because the DJ at one time had control of that. Well, now, Spotify and all those guys control what you listen to. Because they will feature artists, but the only artist they feature is the ones they're getting paid from. So, as an independent artist myself, I don't have thousands of dollars to give to these companies so that I become popular. Right? But... Artists who might not be as good. And I can tell you, there's a lot of shit out there as far as music is concerned. And it's all the same. It's all, all stagnant. 
There's no new development because of the simple reason that unless you got the bucks to pay them off, you're not going to get heard. You're not going to get the views. You're not going to get this. You're not going to get that. So unless you have money, you're not going to make any, right? So this is the problem we have. And I mean, the gap in between the rich and the poor and the ability to be able to hop that gap is becoming hugely, hugely expanded. And we have to start talking up, you know. I mean, like, the kids have got control of that, the social networks, and they, they know how to manipulate it, and they know how to screw over the big companies. But, of course, their messages are kind of, like, screwed, right? You know, I, I mean, climate change. Like, seriously, kids? I mean, this, this, this just kills me. It's like when I see people saying, oh, I don't want any flyers. Oh, yeah, 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 you're a big environmentalist. If they only knew that one... One depot for uh, Canada Post, okay, with one flyer, we're talking one flyer, so one Canadian Tire flyer, one depot, and you're looking at a p three pallets of flyers, three pallets, huge pallets of paper that go out into the world and then get thrown away. How wasteful is that? Okay, clown bag with your friggin' I don't want any flyers in your mailbox, why don't you get off your ass, get your friends together that all have these same stickers, and then start harassing the companies that are putting out these flyers, tons and tons of flyers, every week. I think Canadian Tire puts out like four or five flyers a week. Different ones with a little bit different pricing, right? It's just, it's ridiculous. But yet, oh, the message is, if we were to talk up against that, we would get shut down so quickly because you're talking against a big corporation who has a lot of money who can pay off these uh, social networks, right? Social networks are no longer free speech. If you don't abide by their rules, they're going to shut you down real quick, okay? And um, being in the midst of that and having that happen, I'm thinking, you know, like, hey, censorship is rampant. We used to have political correctness. That was a form of censorship. And if you want to say, no, it was, and it was just so that we were nicer to people, eh, you're full of it, okay? You're just going along with the crowd because you're too much of a, a pansy to be able to friggin' actually, you know, stand up on your own two legs. you got to have the other people decide for you, right? I mean, radio is like that. They have one central programmer, you know, somewhere in Toronto, and that person, that, that company in Toronto tells all the other radio stations around Canada, you got to play this music or you're out of our system, okay? Oh, sure, the radio station will tell you, hey, our fans want this song played. Hey, our fans want this song played. That's bull. That's a lot of crap. You know, programmers are, have to follow whatever the big organization tells them to, to play, right? You know, the, at any one time, there's only 20... 20 artists on, on, the, on the charts at, at a time, right? You're telling me there's only 20 artists in freaking Canada? Oh my God, I'll tell you, it's ridiculous. Where in the United States, you still have these small stations that still are even proud that they're independent. They're independent of the big programmers. So as you know, the big programmer, the new big programmer in Canada is Stingray Radio. And they are buying up stations and creating a monopoly right across the country. They will determine what you're going to listen to. 
They're the ones that are going to determine exactly what you hear. They don't give a crap that you don't like this or that, or that you'd like to hear a little bit of Hank Williams or a little bit of, you know, uh, Hank Snow. That's, you go go and do your own thing. Go out and do your own thing. We don't care about that. What they want is dollars and cents, right at the bottom line, right? They want the money. Show me the money, right? So that's what's happening right now. Censorship is rampant on uh, social network, and we have to speak out against it. And it's tough because as soon as you do, all these clowns come out of the woodwork saying, oh, you're not supposed to say that. Oh, you're not supposed to do this. Oh, you're not supposed to say that. What happened to freedom of speech? What happened to freedom of this? And it's getting worse and worse and worse as we go along. So it doesn't matter. If you express your opinion, uh, you better be ready for the barrage of, of, of you know, bombardment from all the other clowns on the other side of the street that think they're right. You know, I mean, the days of actually having a free expression. You know, I've always said, I will defend your opinion, whether it's wrong or right. But I will defend... I will defend you being able to do that, right? And I think that's how we all should how we all should think. You know, as long as people aren't punching each other or anything like this, but it's like every every time, you know, there's the race card, there's oh the race card. I mean, what about us white guys? We can play the white race card too. I mean, there's so many triggers that they've learned how to use just to gain their own kind of turf. And that's all it is. It's a turf war, right? So I think, you know, with this censorship from social media, we have to fight back somehow. I don't know how. I wish I had that answer. I mean, if I had people who, you know, who knew networking enough that we could, you know, start our own social network where you can say whatever the hell you want and we're not going to we're not going to ban you, we're not going to cut you off, we're not going to stop you from doing what you do. That would be great. That'd be a pie in the sky, you know. And I mean, some people because you know, maybe sometimes we would catch some of these mass shooters in advance, right? Because they would be espousing their, their, their opinion, and it might come out, hey, look, this guy, maybe we should pay him a visit. Maybe we should go and talk to this person, right? Because a lot of these mass shooters, it's ment- mental illness, and I agree, yeah, some, it's the guns and stuff like that, but everybody that has guns legally... That's not the problem. These guns are always up, obtained illegally. So how do you address that problem? It has nothing to do with the legal guns. It's the illegal guns that we have to worry about, right? So, but how do you address that and mental health? And I think that's a lot of the bigger the problem. But anyway, so censorship, and I know this might come to bite me a long time in the, you know, in the future or something like that. I don't know, you know. But all I'm saying is, hey, any PR is good PR, right? But all I'm saying is, the censorship is rampant. If Twitter censors everything, and if they don't like what you're saying, they're going to shut you down. Facebook, exactly the same. So their, their concern is money. They don't care about the First Amendment. They're in violation of, of... They'll shut down the First Amendment in no time at all because they really don't care. And all these companies who are essentially violating everybody's right to express themselves are are like bullshitting every one of us when they say, oh yeah, you have your freedom on, on, on social media. No, you don't, okay? Uh, it, it doesn't matter. And remember, like, I, I mean, in a way, maybe they're doing some of us a favor because 
by shutting you down, you don't talk that way, and then you don't get in trouble. So then if you want to run for political office, you don't have to worry about those things being out there. Because nobody's going to bring them out to light because they've been gotten, they got rid of them, right? So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really, it's a two-sided sword. And, I mean, I think for some extent we should be able to be able to freely express ourselves. And on another extent, I kind of wonder, okay... If I know how to manipulate the social, how to ma- manipulate uh, these social networks, right? In the sense of having people believe that I'm a good guy, even though what I'm thinking, okay? Because these guys have censored me, you know, two, three times. Well, then I'm going to start playing nice, and I'm going to start covering up what I really think. Hmm, you know? Then I'm kind of fooling the people that, hey, you know, like, yeah, hey, I'm a good guy, blah, blah, blah. We don't get to see the real person, you know, and that, I mean, like, look at the extent to look at Trudeau. Trudeau's a prime example, right? Blackface and all that. You know, he says, oh, it was when I was young when I didn't know what I was doing. Well, I kind of have to question that because I think there's, you know, I'm trying to remember when his dad passed away and when that blackface for for the, the one that he did at high school happened because I believe his dad was still around at that time. And did his dad know about that? Because then that makes me question, you know, his father, Pierre Elliott Trudeau's, you know, ability to control his kids. And I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute here. Like, did he do that? He did that in high school. Not when he was a teacher. We're talking about the, I'm talking about the one that when he was actually in high school, not as a teacher. He was actually in high school and he did the blackface. Now, if he did the blackface multiple times, how come there was no checks and balance on the family part of it? Like, how come his dad didn't go like, hey, whoa, or even his mom? His mom's a fine citizen, right? How come she didn't say something? You know, sometimes it's not necessarily what he did as a kid, but his upbringing, right? So, I mean, I personally have never blackfaced ever, ever in my life. And I don't even know anybody that has. And I'll tell you why, because it wasn't in our, it wasn't in ours, our makeup. Like, our, like, and I don't mean makeup, like facial makeup. I just mean it wasn't in our fiber. It wasn't in our, 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 you know, being. It was just something you didn't do. And if we would have done, if I would have suggested to my mom, I want to do this, she would have said, oh, no, you're not. And it's just, it wasn't, you know, so I kind of questioned his family upbringing. So, you know, and how come they didn't censor those pictures? Those are offensive pictures, but they didn't censor them. The media is putting them out there, right? And, but yet, us little guys, if we would have put something like that on there, we guys, you know, would have got censored. So that's my podcast of the day, and that's my bitching for the day and my ranting of the day. And, you know, I don't know if this is going to come back and bite me in the ass, you know, 10 years down the road. I really don't give a shit, Okay. All I'm saying is these social media networks are starting to censor us way too much. We should have some freedoms to be able to say anything we like, anything that, that you know we have, but also realizing that, realizing that in that we're going to sometimes say the wrong thing or say the stupid things, right? And then we can correct it, and then we can learn from it. We don't learn when you just censor people and say, "Oh, you can't do that," right? So, okay, on social media with Twitter, 
I know, oh, I can't do that. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to say that in real life or I'm not going to express my thoughts, you know, in real life. That doesn't help, right? So I think, and, and you know, I'm just saying, I just quoted a fact. That's all I did is I put a fact out there and they said it was hateful. It was hateful behavior is what they called it. Well, whatever you want to call it, that's fine. That's your choice. It's your company. It's your censorship. But it is a violation of the First Amendment in the U.S. I know that, you know, people are listening in Canada also. But I feel that we should be able to say whatever we want to say, freedom of speech, even if it's wrong. And if it's wrong, at least have someone come back to us and say, look, eh, that's not really a good thing to say. I mean, on a daily basis, I still hear people who are very racist. I still hear people that use the F-bomb all the time. I hear people that are, you know, and these are not, these are not like down and out people. We're talking about, these are people who are of, of stature. These are people, I've had people come to me that are like, you know, pretty high up, financially and in power, influential and everything, say, say stuff that would never make it past the, the Twitter God, the Twitter censorship. And just floor me. I'm, I'm kind of a tolerant guy. But they come to me and they say these things. And I go like, what did you just say? Right? I mean, I've got a good buddy, Jesse, who's, you know, who says, make it awkward. And I agree with him. Go ahead and say what you need to say. But, hey, let's learn from this. Or let's teach each other from this. If it offends you and it hurts you, let me know. Right? But don't just, like, shut me down for no reason. Right? Or just because, oh, that's hateful, da 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 da. You know, that doesn't work. That's really screwy. Anyway, that's my time. It's going to be a short one on this time. I'm about four minutes short. I usually like to do 25 minutes. But censorship is real. It started with political correctness and now has branched out into the social networks and everywhere. So if you think you're not being controlled by the social networks and your phones and your electronics, yeah, you're you're fooling yourself. You're kid, kidding yourself. And that's a good song by Sticks, by the way. Um, you're actually fooling yourself because everybody is controlled. And as more of these electronic and technologies get embedded into your home, like with you know smartphones, smart lights, smart heating, smart this, smart that. No, it's only smart for the company that puts it into your home. Okay, they're the ones that are going to be listening in on you. They're the ones that are going to be, you know, targeting things that are going to go right if you were talking about getting a new cooler or maybe a new tent trailer or a new this or that. They're going to be right there knocking at your door going, hey, we heard you wanted a new one of these and we got one. So just remember, when you get your phone with you, they can hear everything they're say you're saying. Go through the permissions. As soon as you cut off those permissions on any of those major apps... For instance, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of them. You try shutting off or disallowing the photo, like the camera and the microphone, and guess what? It's not going to work. That app will not work. So, be forewarned. When you saw Meryl Streep on, on, on the awards show and she had a piece of tape over her phone, over the camera on her phone, she wasn't joking, right? 
What you should do is if you want to, if you're really serious about preventing them listening in on you, all you got to do is put a tape over your camera and take it off when you need it. Put a piece of tape over the microphones and use headphones when you need to. Because until you plug that headphone jack in there, they can't hear nothing. So it's just a little few steps. If you want to do that, I think it's great. But anyway, you're listening to the podcast of Emo What? Emo What? And I'm hoping this podcast is making you saying, What? I'm sick and tired of this. We got to do something about it. We'll catch you on the next podcast. Don't know when that'll be, but put on your notifications. So when I do upload a podcast, you'll be notified. There's a new one available. So remember, tell all your friends, hey, there's a new podcast, and this guy yaks and yaks and yaks, but sometimes he makes some sense, and he usually bitches about really good things, and it's called emo. What? We'll talk to you next time.